Hello, beautiful cosmic beings. It's such a pleasure to have a star sister here uh, with me on this incredible collaboration. This is Anna Wood, and she is a transformational coach, an intuitive, a content creator. And, you know, we just got connected not too long ago. And it was, I think, probably a couple of weeks ago. And I saw one of your posts um, just on Instagram. And you were talking about 3D, 5D, or something about polarity. And I'm like, who is this girl? I got to talk to her. And it was so lovely to connect with you. So I just want to say thank you so much for being here. Um, it's such a pleasure to have you on the show today. Thank you so much, Elizabeth. I know I felt the same way once you messaged me. I checked out your content. I'm like, how are, how are we not friends yet? Like, now we are. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, yeah. So let's just kind of start with a little background on who you are, how your awakening happened, and basically how you got to be here today. Sure. Well, hello, everyone. I am Anna Wood, like April said. I am, I call myself an ascension guide, a spiritual teacher. I'm also a coach. Um, I have a whole lot of different modalities, and my background really comes from a more traditional corporate business background. Um, I did all the things that I was trained to believe were going to make me happy and successful, right? Um, you know, I, at a certain point, I had just gotten my Stanford MBA. I had been working at Google for years. I was engaged at the time and I had been obsessed with personal development for, since I was 18, I designed my own major at Berkeley there. And I had just been, you know, you ask those questions deeper and deeper and deeper, like who am I really and why am I here? I kept asking those questions. And I thought I was supposed to be happy at this point because I had achieved all the things that were gonna make me happy, right? But I looked around and I was just more unhappy than ever. I had had, I had had crippling anxiety and OCD almost all of my life. That wasn't going anywhere. Um, and I got really, really, really honest with myself about, you know, who I was. And I had this internal voice just telling me, like, don't get married, don't get married, don't get married. I thought it was an internal voice. It was my family of light. Now I know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I ended up. I ended up making a big change in my life, calling off my wedding. And at this point I had been coaching for a really long time, but I, I didn't realize that I was getting guidance and that this was more of a spiritual journey for me. I had my spiritual awakening and all of my gifts came back, all my spiritual gifts that I had completely forgotten about since childhood, a bunch of repressed memories came back. Um, and this was instantaneous. It was like the fastest awakening I've ever heard of, I've ever known. I just remembered everything. Um, and I realized that how much my brain had been uh, just shoved with useless information. And I started to get like just really blown away by, wow, I'm a very highly educated person that's had a lot of opportunities in my life. And how is it that I've in, all, in this whole journey have never, no one's ever taught me how to manifest. No one's ever taught me how to communicate with my guides. No one ever taught me how to meditate. And these three things are the three things of everything I've ever learned in my life that have changed my life the most. Mm -hmm. So how is this possible? And, you know, then I started to figure out why everything was, is the way it is. And uh, it became my mission to get, to get this information 
out to the people. And I, I believe those three things, discovering who you really are and what your unique magical medicine is that you are here to share with the wor world are um, the most important things you can learn in your life. And so as much as I can get that information out is really what I'm passionate about. Mm, amazing. I love that. So when was all of that? Like, when was the big kind of unlocking moment? Like, it, how long ago? It's hard to say that there was one moment, but okay. the, the catalyst for this awakening really started the summer of 2017. So about three. Wow. Wow. Um, and but there were so many moments. It's hard to pick just one pinnacle, but I'll pick that one. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. I love that. I love that. Um, and I think, you know, it's interesting how people these days are really waking up and, you know, I've said it before, but I'll say it again. There's really two main um, catalysts for awakening. One is life is so awful and so shitty and so dark and you're going through such depression and anxiety that, you know, you're at the bottom of the barrel and the only way you can go from there is up to really discover what is real. Yeah. Or the other end, which is kind of the same experience that you and I both had, which is more rare because I would find it's difficult, more difficult to kind of get into awakening from this, this place, which is you have everything. You have everything. You've got the job. You've got the partner. You've got all the things, all the things that society tells you that you need to be happy. And yet you're still depressed. Right. And yet it still isn't enough. And that triggers an awakening as well. But like I said, it's difficult for people to get from there into an awakening because there's always going to be something more that they convince themselves that they need. Yeah. So they're always going to be on that loop, right? Uh, Jim Carrey has this brilliant quote that says, I wish everybody could become rich and famous so they could figure out that that's not the answer. <gasps> Have you read that one? No. Yeah. So good. So <laughs> good. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, so let's talk a little bit um, about your philosophy surrounding the way in which this reality works. And let's just kind of rift on that a little bit. Sure. So I believe this whole process is about remembering, right? Like mm. you don't have to become anything. You literally don't have to change anything about yourself. You just have to remember who you really are, which is this ultra high vibrational love beam is what I call you. <laughs> and um, what I teach is about taking off your coats. So your coats are everything that isn't really you, everything that's dimming your light, everything that's lowering your, lowering your vibration. That can be your fears, your limiting beliefs, the negative things you tell yourself about yourself, uh, relationships, jobs that just aren't aligned with who you really are, all the ways you're keeping yourself small, whether that's the negative things you tell yourself about yourself or the ways of being, of eating, of just showing up in the world that aren't serving you. These are all coats that we get to take off. And as you do that, you start to shine. You start to shine your light and, and people notice it. And as you get that recognition, you start to shine brighter and brighter. And the more you shine, the, more, the higher you're vibrating, the closer you are to your higher self. And that's when things that are meant for you really come to you. And it's an effortless process. You don't have to try to manifest anything. Though I do, I do teach a lot about the universal laws and how powerful you are as a magnetic manifester. We're always manifesting, whether we're trying or not. Um, but you don't have to try to manifest because what's meant for you is just attracted to you. Mm -hmm. um, 
and you are guided all the time. You are guided all the time. All the answers are always within you, which is also why I don't call myself a life coach because I'm not, I'm just helping you remember, like you're the one coaching mm-hmm. yourself. You're the one guiding yourself. Yeah. And, um, you know, when you get to this point, cause for so long, um, when I was doing business coaching and personal development coaching, people want to find their purpose, right? Yeah. What I really found what's changed for me in the last few years is it's not about finding your purpose. Your purpose finds you. All you have to do is remember who you are and shine your light as bright as possible and follow what lights you up and your purpose comes. And every single soul on this planet, every single soul on this planet has a unique magical medicine that only they can bring. No one else can bring it. No one else can do it like you can. And so if you are in a job that you hate, you are literally robbing the universe of this magical medicine that we need. And I believe as everyone starts to share their unique magical medicine with the world, which is a service. And as you serve, it's an energy exchange where you get true abundance back and you have everything you need at any time. Um, The whole world chiropractically realigns and we don't have to do the things that we don't want to do. We don't have to like, you, you literally get to do what you love to do all the time. And that's what the new earth is. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yes, I love that. I love mm-hmm. it so much. Um, and of course, you know, our teachings are very aligned. Um, so years ago, I would tell some of my clients, mostly women, and there was like a, a homework, a homework technique that I would take them through. And it, it kind of reminds me of what you're talking about with taking off the coats. And so the technique is um, take off all your makeup, take up, take off all your jewelry, and Take off all your clothes so that you're standing and hopefully in front of a full length mirror, just completely bare of any sort of attachment or layers. And I want you to verbally say out loud, I love you to yourself, right? And it was so profound. And, you know, a lot of my clients came back and said, I just, I couldn't get the words that I was just crying too much, or, you know, I was able to stand there, but not for long or what have you. And then time and time again, the more that they did this, the more they actually felt it and they stood in it. And they're like, I can't believe no one's ever unconditionally told me that they love me. And I said, you've never had anyone in your life unconditionally love you because you don't unconditionally love yourself or you haven't been, right? Um, And now, nowadays we're finding, you know, everyone on the planet is doing this obviously not in that direct way but everyone's taking off their jacket they don't have their nine-to-five job they don't have their you know family gatherings they don't have their club nights they don't have their shopping sprees they don't have the things that that they attach themselves to and um also a couple of my clients who are very well off um who have all the things are almost, I don't want to say embarrassed or humiliated, but they feel guilty for having all of these really, you know, like a client of mine bought, you know, $150,000 car. And then he's like, I haven't driven it once. Like it's kind of just been parked in my, my garage because I'm embarrassed that that is something that I was attached to and I was excited for. And now that this pandemic is going on, there's people all over the world suffering and what, I have to have a fancy car in my garage? So I'm like, whoa, people are waking up. Yeah, it's true. All these things that people 
were searching outside of themselves to feel whole and worthy and complete, right? These external means of validation, those get stripped away. And that's why I say this virus, this quarantine, it's the great equalizer. It's literally affecting everyone all over the planet equally. And the way you're responding is just putting a magnifying glass on who you really are. Like so many people Mm -hmm. reach out to me and they're like, how do you stay so positive? Like, I'm so, I'm so miserable in quarantine. I'm so fearful in this. I'm so bored. I guarantee you, if you are experiencing fear, because that's really all there is, is fear and love. If you're in the fear vibration, quarantine didn't cause this for you. (laughs) Like you are (laughs) on that vibration. And now everything that was distracting you from that is being stripped away. So what an opportunity this is to go within and start getting that validation inside of yourself. Absolutely. Let's talk about polarity a little bit. Let's talk about fear and love. Let's talk about 3D, 5D. Um, Okay, yeah, I have a lot of questions about this, but overall, like, what's your take, right? Like, we see a division right now. We have a huge polarity. I mean, we've had polarity for a while. Now we're really seeing it. Um, Yeah, what's your take on the kind of the polarity, the separation, 3D, 5D? You know, what do you see the world kind of going through right now? Well, I believe right now on the planet, we're in a, at first I was like, I was calling it a global Vipassana. Um, And it is that, like so many people are going within, but you kind of, you either have the global Vipassana going on, or on the other hand, and this is kind of like these two earths that are existing simultaneously. On the other hand, you have this collective dark night of the soul. And um, the new earth is coming, right? Like that's inevitable. We know that's on its way, but the timing of that and what that all looks like depends on the collective and how quickly we can get through, get a lot of people through this dark night of the soul that they're experiencing right now. Um, and before, before we can all be in 5D and heaven on earth, which is so exciting, you can't just skip over the dark night of the soul. And a lot of the, um, I've been having dreams almost every single night and it's, I've, it's been coming to me a lot in meditation too about just how challenging this, this dark night of the soul is gonna be and how needed we are as light workers and starseeds more than I ever realized. Because imagine going through your dark night of the soul, except for you're not on the spiritual path. You're not a seeker. You're not a light worker. You're not a star seed. Like for us, it was like, oh yeah, I remember now. This is awesome. This is why I came here. Wow. Everything in my past makes sense now. No wonder I felt like an alien my entire life. Wow. What a relief. This is awesome. Now I get to go experience magic. But if, if that's not your path, this is a rude awakening. And, um, you know, there are some, there are going to be some people that get on board and there are going to be some people that are going to resist it and cling on to their old beliefs like you wouldn't believe because that's you know from a psychological perspective we will do everything possible to confirm our old belief systems so um that process shepherding through people through this process is really going to depend a lot on us and so yeah this isn't a drill you guys it's time to activate (laughs) it is it really is it's so funny um and i've been saying that for a couple years now which is um and now more than ever, it's so important, you know. Uh, a lot of my clients, they're starseeds and light workers themselves, and they haven't fully stepped on to their their path or their teaching or what have you, that piece of the puzzle that they are. And uh, and so they're like, 
you know, like, who am I to, to do that? Who am I to tell people, you know, to empower themselves? You know, what's, you know, it just, there's so many psychics, there's so many coaches, there's so many out there. And I said, there's 8 billion people on this planet, okay? We can't just have one teacher for everyone. I mean, we need as many people on board, uh, you know, living their truth and aligned to their light as possible. Um, there's a lot of people out there and every person is going to resonate with someone to a different extent, right? So it's, it is, it's time to get everyone, you know, on board and aligned. And it's a very scary thing going through an ego death, especially when you don't have the tools or, or the direction, you know, and, and a lot of people are kind of losing grips right now, um, but also in a very important way. So a question that I get asked a lot, and I have obviously my own kind of um, information about this, is how, how do people help their loved ones, their family members, children, not so much because they're all little star seeds, but um, more so like their parents and their uncles and aunts and their brothers and sisters. How, what's your advice to people? How do you help the ones that you love who are stuck in the fear, who are in 3D, who, who are going through it? What's your advice for that? That is the, one of the hardest things. And I would say, first of all, just because people don't understand you, like, don't dim your light. Like you were saying, who am I to, who am I to speak on this? Who are you not to? Like, you are awakened to this information. Who are you not to share it? This is why you came here. However, what I don't recommend you do is to go call up your parents or your grandma and say, grandma, like, I'm a Pleiadian and I'm here, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> them in a language that they can understand. Speak to them in their language. And yeah. the other thing is too, you'd be amazed how much you are already guiding just by being yourself. Yeah. Just be yourself, just shine your light. You are literally lending your vibration to them and to the planet just by being yourself. So don't underestimate that. You don't have to explicitly talk about timelines or levels of consciousness to demonstrate what it looks like to live from your heart and lead from your heart. Um, also, my favorite thing to do, maybe on this planet, is to, just, is to plant seeds. I'm always planting seeds with everyone I know and even with my audience. And it's one of those things that you can't even perceive of that it's happening unless you're ready for it. And so yeah. that, and you never know when they may come back to that later. So be an example, be a guide. And um, yeah, that's the most important thing is, is just by being yourself. You are a light, you are a guide. You can't set anybody else's alarm clock. You can't force anyone to wake up. And if you do do that, you're going to be met with resistance um, and it's going to actually have the opposite effect. So you are so intuitive too. You already know this. So you know who's ready for what type of information and just follow your heart on that. Yeah, exactly. Um, I definitely am so in alignment with that information and I feel like I presented in a little bit of a sharper way, right? You're like so graceful and, and beautiful and the transitions and speaking their language. And for me, I'm like, let them suffer. Um, <laughs> and the reason why, the reason why I say that is because just like you mentioned, you know, and I think, you know, once again, I, I kind of say the same thing, but in a sharper way, um, 
if you give people information that they're not ready for, uh, you're not only enabling them to give them this false sense of, oh, I feel slightly better now. Thank you. And then they never actually go to those depths and, and get themselves out of that hole themselves. You know what I mean? Um, and so you enable them. If you give them information before they're ready, you're enabling them and you're draining yourself, right? It's a lose-lose situation. Um, everyone that I've talked to, you know, had to go through their own dark night of the soul, um, you know, their ego death themselves. Uh, I didn't have a mentor or a teacher, and I'm glad that I didn't because I proved to myself that I could get through it. And that's how I personally know that all of my friends and all my family members and everyone who's kind of going through it right now are strong enough to go through it, right? So my biggest rule of thumb is wait. And like, like you mentioned, plant those seeds, so important, and wait for that person to ask you questions. They know that you're a spiritual hippie. They know that you're this bright light. They know you have information for them. But wait until they ask. And once they ask, hey, like, do you have a technique to help anxiety? Fantastic. Great. Yes, I do. You came to the right place. And then you give the advice. And the second that they ask, you know that they're ready for it, right? If they're not asking, then they're not maybe necessarily ready or on that same vibrational wavelength. So that's a yeah. good point. Yeah. And, um, you know, the truth really can't be told anyways, it must be discovered. It must be found. The reason why you are so, you know your truth is because you know it, because you've experienced it, because you discovered it yourself, not because somebody told you. You know, think yeah. about 10 years of some, somebody told you some of the stuff you know now, it, you would have thought it was crazy or it would have just gone over your head and you wouldn't have even really noticed it. So they have to discover it on their own anyways. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, okay, so so let's just talk about advice um, because you're really good at this, like something tangible for people. Well, two, two questions really. Um, we'll start with the first one, which is if someone, even a light worker, even someone who is very excited about the awakening, if someone is really stuck in fear right now, um, what is your advice? What, do you, what would you advise people right now who are stuck in fear to transmute that fear into light? Everything is energy. There, you know, if you have really, really, really strong fear right now, that's almost a good thing. It means you have a lot of energy. And what you don't want to be is stuck. Mm -hmm. um, you are never stuck. Know that. Um, you are absolutely never stuck. If you are experiencing a lot of fear, feel it. Let that go through your body get down to the bottom of it. Because if you try to suppress it or you try to not be fearful, that's just going to get lodged in your system and that's not going to serve anyone. It's the people that really lean into their fear and get to the root of it. And, the, and like, what are you really afraid of? And what is that really about that are going to transmute that fear into love? And this is the time to do it. Everything is happening so fast right now. I mean, you can merge with your higher self in a day. Like it, it's, yeah. Things are happening so fast. So lean into it. It's a good thing. Like make friends with your fear. I always say your fear. I love my fear. Like I'm not even joking. I get so excited when I'm afraid of something because I'm like, that means I've got to do it. Like that's how I started. I just launched a YouTube channel a week or two ago. Three weeks ago, I, that was not even on my radar. I wouldn't have told you. I, I would have said you were crazy if you said I was going to start a YouTube channel and I have so much on my plate. 
three people in a day came to me and were like, you've got to get on YouTube and you've got to do it today. And I was like, okay, like, I hear you. I know. And I did it. And it really scared me, but your fears are just your edges. And that's how you grow. If you get in the habit of leaning into your edges, you will be, you will grow at lightning speed. People always comment, like, how do you evolve so quickly? This is how I do it. Make friends with your fears, love yourself, ask yourself, what do you need? What are you really afraid of? How can I serve you? And you'll merge in a day. Beautiful. So powerful. And then kind of just adding on to that, um, surrendering into the fear is definitely the number one way to transmute it. And the way that you understand where the fears are coming from, because unfortunately we've lost a lot of our memory from past lifetimes, Akashic records. And that's kind of what I love to dive into because I see all these past lives so clearly. Um, and so it's difficult, right? Because it's not just, oh, well, that ex who broke up with me and cheated on me or that father in childhood who was an alcoholic, you know, and that's, that's, you know, we can kind of base it on that, but then it's even, it goes even deeper than that into these past lifetimes. So the number one thing is when that fear comes up and you want to surrender into it, ask, ask yourself questions and you're not asking your human self in a way, you're not asking your human mind questions. You're asking your deeper soul self. You're asking your higher self questions. Okay, well, why did I just, um, you know, drop that plate? Or why do I feel uncomfortable talking to my partner about this thing? Or why do I feel fearful of, you know, this or that? And surprisingly, the more questions you ask, the more answers will pop up. Now, if you're very intuitive and you're listening, then those answers will be right there in your own mind because they're coming from your soul kind of, I call it 5D um, memory, like the soul memory that you have. Um, so that information is coming from there, but essentially those answers, uh, those questions will also get answered in your day-to-day -day reality as well, right? The universe is always speaking to us. Yeah. And the more that we just kind of be in flow and we listen and we pay attention, the answers will come, you know, it's just that patience as well, which is incredible. And then another question for you is, um, I mean, everyone's doing the same thing these days. Everyone's just at home. What do you recommend for people, right, at home? What do you recommend for people to do right now in quarantine? We, we have such a gift of all of this time. You know, are there any practices that you do yourself or anything that you would recommend for people to kind of, you know, anchor that energy in? Yes. Um you know, first of all, I'll, I'll, t I'll tell you kind of what I'm working with right now, but in general, yep. I have this whole tool belt, right? I have this whole arsenal and that's what I really recommend for everyone is you have this arsenal and then you really listen to yourself about what is needed that day because your higher self will tell you, your guides will tell you. And when you get in the habit of listening to that, you realize it's, it's always spot on. Um, so I really don't believe in routines. I have... I always have time for my practices and what my practices are just depend. And um, right now I'm doing a lot of meditation, like a, a lot, hours every day. And listen, listen to yourself because if, you're, if your body is telling you, I need to sleep or when I wake up in the morning, I need to just lie here for an hour and kind of like process my dreams Definitely, actually, okay, here's one thing I will, will say for quarantine. I don't know about you, Elizabeth, but, but dreams have been very prophetic. And yeah. like, you know, they're not, they're not really dreams. And so keep a dream journal, 
write your, write down your dreams when you wake up, like before you even go pee or anything, cause you'll lose it. You got to do it right away. Um, if you get woken up in the middle of the night around 3 a.m., sit up on the side of your bed, put your feet down with your hands up and ask the question that you want to know the answer to. The spiritual veil is so thin. You're getting woken up at that time for a reason. So I would say particularly quarantine time, the energy is such that, that just a lot is happening in dreams. So pay attention to those. Um, pay attention to everything. All that stuff that you're receiving that you think might be guidance is guidance. And so write it down, have one dedicated notebook for your guidance where all that energy can stay there. And otherwise just trust yourself because your body will tell you how it wants to be moved. It'll tell you how it wants to be nourished. Your, your intuition and your guides will tell you exactly what practices you need to be doing. And so you don't need to overanalyze it or question it, just follow the guidance. And the more you get in the habit of that, the more you learn to trust it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, beautiful. I love that. I love that. Yeah, a lot of vivid dreams. Um, a lot of people telling me that I've been in their dreams as yeah, well. Yeah. They're all white, like a, like a little oh. Kundalini. Literally, my whole day, <laughs> people saying, you came to me in my dreams wearing all white last night. Wow. <laughs> wow. You know what? It's so interesting. Um, so this, this started happening a couple of years ago when I kind of got online of people telling me that I've been in their dreams and I've actually kept a dream journal of other people's dreams of me because wow. I think that they're also very prophetic and typically that the main scenes are me and it's kind of creepy, you know, when I think about it, but me kind of hovering beside their bed, telling them something about quantum physics or aliens or me at the front of a classroom with them in, in the class also teaching. It's always been this, this kind of teaching. And, and they're like, oh, I know it was quantum physics, but I don't know exactly what it was. Uh, so it's just really, it's really cool. So it's cool that, you know, um, it's nice to know that I'm also reaching the people who are asking for it. I know one-on-one -on -one level um, at nighttime as well, but then I'm also like, oh, this is why I'm taking day naps. Oh, this is why I'm tired when I wake up. Oh, oh yeah. I see. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, my sleep has been so strange. In like there have been certain, there was like a week where I barely slept at all. And then I'm kind of getting back to more normal now, but then there was like last week, I felt like I needed to sleep all day. So yeah. listen to yeah. your body. Your body is always communicating with exactly exactly beautiful um okay so last question is there anything in general especially at this very important time that you feel called to just kind of let people know or information that you've received recently that you feel is important presence mm -hmm. All that exists is this present moment. And if you're watching this video, you probably know that. You're, you're probably aware that time doesn't exist and you're probably aware that it's good to be present for all sorts of different reasons. Um, and yes, that is true. But when we're in quarantine, it's really easy to, to, to get depressed, uh, which is gonna have us focusing more on our past. It's really easy to get anxious about the future and what's gonna happen. You give away all of your powers when you're not in the present because the present is the only moment that we can create from. And the more that you stay present, the more you become creator and you can quite literally 
create anything you want in your life. You get to design in the quantum. And what that really means, and I know you know this, but, but think about what that really means, which is that in designing in the quantum, there is no time. It's becoming so malleable right now. It's, it's hard to even keep track of my day because it's so quantum. Do you know what I'm talking about, Elizabeth? Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So if you really like meditate on that, what I'm saying right now, your life will become quite magical. So I encourage you to play with that. Beautiful. Oh, well, thank you so much, Anna, for being here, for being here for the planet, for finally starting your YouTube channel. It's about time. Um, (laughs) And uh, just tell people, YouTube included, um, how they can connect with you and, uh, and get more of the information that you have. Yeah. I am Anna Wood is my handle on Instagram and on YouTube. It's also my website, IamAnnaWood.com. You can find me on Twitter and Facebook as well. Come say hi. I would love to meet you. (laughs) Awesome. Well, until next time, thank you as always. Keep up the good work, sister. Thank you. You too. Thank you for having me.